Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. And welcome. Yo. Uh, Joe is on vacation again this week, uh, though we'll hopefully be joined by him next week uh, to get the full crew back in action. Except for me. Except, oh yeah, you will not be around, so. Not the full crew. Not the full crew. OG crew. Yeah, exactly. We're returning to the originals next week, um, so. Uh, but yeah, so it's just Johnny and I uh, this week. Uh, John, what did you play this week? Uh, I, I don't have any fun banter. Although, yeah. yesterday like, was fun. Yeah, I, like I just saw you yesterday. You yeah. came over for a fun party yeah. at the uh, Broken Clock Podcast Studios. Proves how old I am, like squatting, playing some wiffle ball. I'm all sore. and Yeah, we like, can start I, there with what games you played this week because we played a couple of games yesterday. Some wiffle ball. We played wiffle ball. With some stump. Some stump. Yeah, I've talked about playing wiffle ball before on this. Uh, super fun. I got enough people yesterday to play a good game uh, before the party. And then at the party, we played a game called Stump. John, what's Stump? Stump, apparently, is a game where you have a, a know, stump. Okay. Yeah, apparently, because nobody had ever heard of it before. I, yeah. I think I, I did some research. I think it's German. It could just be Redneck. I'm not sure. I mean, sure. It can Yeah, it could be either sense. thing. Yeah. You got a log. You got some hammers. You got some nails. You can play it. That's, that's all you need. Yep. And so you hammer in a nail for yourself and whoever else is playing, and then you like a quarter to... of the way in, like not yeah. all the way, just or, like yeah. a, a little bit, just in. so it's not falling over. Yeah, because you do not want that. No, this very dangerous game. And then you hold a beer in one hand or pizza, in my case. Yeah, Your uh, beverage of choice could and be then a mixed you drink. Flip a hammer, so it you have the handle flips over, and then you grab the handle again, and in one swift movement, you have to hammer someone else's nail down. It's last nail standing. Yeah, and you don't want yours knocked down. And then there's modifiers. So if it's in between the legs, it's two smacks, and over the back is three. And then there was a four at some point where if you go over your head, it's four. But like, I kind of outlawed that immediately. It's like this is my house. I don't want any. uh, I don't want any claims here. I don't want any insurance. Yeah, I don't need an ambulance coming to this party. Like it's not what I want. So no over the heads because I do not want anyone getting smacked in the head with a fucking hammer. Please. But that was fun. It was I. I didn't want to have any part in it at first, and then I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll try. And yeah. then it was like, it's not as dangerous as it looks. No, it like it could be. It has every possibility of being super dangerous. But as adults playing it, I think we were fine. Yeah. Like if we were young, twenty something, somebody would have got hurt. But yeah. uh, as our partying has waned a tad, like, <laughs> I think we've gotten more responsible, despite playing a hammer throwing game. Uh, I was describing it to somebody today, and I was saying like, this is the type of thing where if I saw a video of someone playing this like on YouTube right. like or like you got to check out this crazy fail video of someone getting impaled by a hammer while playing this dumbass game I'd be like yeah of course you got hurt you're playing a hammer flipping game like you idiot yeah, like what are you thinking well who would ever be this stupid to play it but when someone brings it to your house and like yo you want to play stump I'm like oh I'll give it a shot yeah why not <laughs> yeah. it's in front of me yeah hammers nails I get the concept I'm here for it yeah um, no that was that was fun uh it was a good, it was a good time. We got in several rounds of it until we ran out of the nails. Nobody got any like seriously injured. There were some scrapes and cuts, but that could happen in any yeah any sport. I think it was the first swing he ended up punching a hammer, uh, punching a nail, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm bleeding a little," but then yeah. that, that was it. Yeah, no. Carrie played and she like almost threw the hammer at her leg, but like her leg got out of the way just in time. Yeah, uh, she did really well. She did. She's got a mighty swing. Yeah, Broken Clock's main event owned Carrie did really well. Everyone like after she left, everyone was like, "Wow, she was really good at that." Yeah, Carrie Lady Thor. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, at one point, like someone was asking about like the the food item that she made. I was like, "Oh yeah, my friend Carrie made those." She's like, "Wait, was that the one who was outside like busting nails with the hammer?" I was like, "Yes, it was." <laughs> 
that's exactly who yeah, that was. She gets work done. Yeah. She was very excited about that game. Yeah, she just she kept wanting to play. Well, it's a good thing too because like and that's the good thing about games is that, you know, the you guys don't know the other most of the other people that were at the, the yeah, party. Yeah, didn't like, know anybody. You guys knew the the Broken Clocks people that were there uh, and everybody else didn't know you guys, but you were all able to come together and play this ridiculous game and have fun. And now forever, she'll be like, oh, my God, that was that girl who was super awesome at Hammers, yeah. right? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And she's going to love the fact that everybody thinks that. Oh, of course. Like, next time I see her, I'll be like, yo, everyone's really excited about your <laughs> yeah, Hammers she's going to love it. Yeah. She gets really into it. And that's a cool thing about that's a cool thing about games. Yeah. Um, so what non-impact sports did you play, or games did you play this week? <laughs> so then after that, I went home and uh, beat Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Nice. The first Uncharted. Yeah, because you said last week you were playing through the, the Legacy Collection. Yeah, and I wasn't, like, very keen on it. Uh, until I got like about halfway through, and then I was like, you know, this isn't that bad. It's dated. Uh, sure, it's yeah. a little floaty. It's a 2009 and, like, game. Yeah, or 2007. Like that. Oh, okay. Um, oh yeah, the other one was 2009. Uh, and like the controls are a little weird. Like every time you pull up your reticle, you kind of have to drag it back to where it was before, which is a little annoying. But I mean, I got used to it after a while. Um, and so I ended up beating that. I like stayed up until like 1:30 in the morning, which I've done is that. like not something I do very often. It's a weekend. It you're is a weekend, you were at a party. You're still fine. I'm like an old man. I still wake up at six because I'm just used to waking up at six. Yeah. Damn routines. Yeah. Um, so I ended up beating it and like went down the uh, trophy list to see like what I had left. And I had like a couple of things that was like, you know, kill a certain amount of enemies with this gun. And um, there was like kill 50 enemies with stealth kills. And I killed one through the whole campaign. And I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? And then I found that like. Just try. No, if you just restart uh, like chapter five over and over again the very first enemy you can kill is stealth kill so you just did that you so just, just did that and the second it like does the animation for him like jumping on the back you can hit restart and it'll like it, it's like just walk around a corner do it hit restart walk around Ugh. a corner hit it, do it restart i was like fine why not see that's the kind of thing i hate about like trophy and achievement hunting is like those kinds of things and i'm not to begrudge you for doing it no. because like it's a thing but like that's what i like the people that grind for trophies and grind for achievements all the time i'm like you're not you're like taking the fun out of games. But like, I played through the whole campaign first no, yeah. and then I went back yeah, to but clean it up. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not jumping on you for that. I'm right. just kind of saying in general, like you see that these kinds of people just do this and it's like you're like it's cool that you're getting the achievements and if this is like if this is a shortcut when this is the last one you need, like that's fine. But yeah. I feel like it gets it can get like it's a slippery slope argument of like you're just gonna get to that point where you buy a game you look up a, a guide, you go do all the cheap little ways in which to scan right. these achievements, and then you, like, sell it back. And now you have this cool gamer score, but you, did you play the game? Like, did you enjoy it? Or did you just follow instructions and, like, copy it? So, well, and, like, did you ever follow achievements, like, when they were first coming out? So when Xbox, Xbox 360 yeah. put out achievements, they were, like, you can only have, I think, it, like, had to be, like, under 50. Uh, there were certain rules. Like, you couldn't have any multiplayer achievements because they were, like, you can't play online like after a while because the server is going to be shut down yeah. so like we don't want to take away from the fact that you, you can't get these achievements later on um and then there was like a bunch of other like small rules and stuff like that um so a lot of the stuff like were easy to do and like there's a infamous avatar the last airbender game where you can get all of the achievements all thousand achievement points in the tutorial level where the, the achievements are just getting, like, 5-hit combo and 10-hit combo all the way up to, I think, like, 50 or 100 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but since it's, like, the tutorial level, you don't have, uh, like, uh, all of your powers are given to you at the, sec the, the start of the game, and the enemies are infinite, so you just just hawk fireballs at, at them forever, and you can get in about four minutes. 
and that's yeah. all of the achievements. So you never even like if you're just playing for the achievements, you can play yeah. it for about five minutes, get a thousand achievements, and then never play it again. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's fine. Like in second playthroughs and things like that, like do whatever you got to do. Like I've definitely done stuff where I've looked it up because I want it. Yeah. Um, but just I know that there are those people out there that will do every achievement and every trophy like the cheap way, and I'm just like, come on. I used to be that way, but Enjoy it was only game. for the games I would want to play. Yeah. Like, I would, I didn't, like, get cars or anything like that. Like, yeah. Where it was the kids' games and stuff like that. Um, like, it was always, if I'm going to play a game, I want to get at least 75% of the achievements out of it. And if I get that much... Might as well go for the 100. I might as well yeah. go for the 100 if it's obtainable. Like, there's a lot that I have, like, one achievement left because I was just like, there's no way in hell I'm doing this. Like, uh, playing the Mile High Club on uh, Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. playing that in Veteran... Uh, I've tried that over and over again. That's Can't the 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 level when you're in the airplane at mm-hmm. the very end. You have I to... understand the reference. Okay. <laughs> um, but like at the very end, like the dude holds a hostage, and you have to shoot the dude, and you only have one bullet. And if you shoot the hostage at all, you have to start the whole thing over again. Yep. And so I couldn't do it, and I was just like, nope, uh, it's not worth breaking into a controller. I'm just gonna put it down. Given up. But um, but I can probably get the Uncharted ones. It's not yeah. too hard, and I'm playing it through now. On I actually just started this morning playing it through on the the hardest difficulty, and I'm already halfway through. Just because it's like fresh on my mind, and I like know yeah. where I'm going. The yeah, puzzles aren't very hard to begin with. Uh, the only no. thing I'm having difficulty with is like some of the the battles are hard because I'm either running out of ammo or like the checkpoint system kind of sucks on it. Like. That gets better with the sequels. You'll get halfway through a battle, and then you'll die, and then you have to start the whole thing over again. So, yeah. like, I'll kill, like, 30 dudes, and then all of a sudden, like, one just rounds around the corner and shoots me with a shotgun. I'm like, I have to start this whole thing over again. Yeah, that gets better with the sequels, where you don't have to deal with that as much. Yeah, which is what I figured. The quality is the same. Like, the Modern Warfare games were all the same way, where, like, the checkpoint system was really bad in the first Call of Duty, and I was playing it through on Veteran, and, like, you would get through, like, a whole level... And then die, and then you'd have to start the whole level over again. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm really liking Uncharted. I mean, I've, I've I've beaten it. I'll probably play. There's DLC for it, but it's like included in the thing now, mm-hmm. um, where it has an even harder difficulty mode. But you can use the modifier stuff on it. So like you can start the the game with weapons, or you know start as a different character if you want. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't look like it'll be too hard. And then once I'm done with that, I'll move on to. Two Uncharted and 2 and then 3 and then maybe 4 and maybe the new one depending on how into them I am. I think I 2 is probably my favorite PS3 game. I love 2. Yeah. And that, like that's what everyone I've ever talked to. They're like it's like Mass Effect. The first game's good, the second game is better than all of them. The third game's just as good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love I love Uncharted 2. So I if you get less interested in them, I'll be very surprised. No, I mean like after I beat 3, I don't know if I'm going to instantly jump into 4, although they're it's cheap. Like, yeah, and I, like I'm, I own it and Joe owns yeah, it, I'm and sure. you could probably just borrow. And it. I think my roommate has a copy too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's not it's not hard to find it. Honestly, it's probably I think even on sale right now. I know the Legacy Collection's on sale for like eight bucks. Yeah, well, and that's like I went to looking for the store for it. And I almost bought it, and Joe's like, "Oh, I got a copy. You can borrow mine." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." And then it's, I went home, and it was seven fifty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it's one of those things where you don't want to worry about the disc, like if you got other disc based games you want to play at the same time, maybe just download it for seven fifty. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. I might just do it, like, after I'm done with this one, just to be like, here's some money. Like, I've clearly enjoyed this. Yeah. Not that they need the money. But... No. They, yeah. What you're giving them now is negligible, considering what they got before. So yeah, that's fine. true. Nice. Was that all you played this week? Uh, yeah. I, know, I played a little bit of hockey, just because hockey season's coming in a couple weeks. So. Right. Bruins were in town yesterday. 
Yeah, and I missed him. Yeah, didn't you get too, to see blades. Yeah, you were too you were too busy hitting stuff with hammers. <laughs> you hammer bros. Yeah. Nice. You play anything cool? Yes and no. Uh, first, I took advantage of the the sale that was going on in the PlayStation Store, which should be over Tuesday. Like it was a two week sale for some reason. Uh, and I bought uh, Super or Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle, mm-hmm. which I've talked about on this show before because uh, Joe and I played it when it first came out. Joe bought it and we did some co op stuff. Uh, and I never got it because I like you know, wasn't super into it. Right. Uh, but I've been in the midst of like a Power Rangers kick where like a bunch of new pops came out. And uh, tomorrow is in Tuesday is the first ever National Power Rangers Day. Sweet. Uh, yeah, as recently established by Hasbro because it's the 25th anniversary of the show, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, God, so old. Yeah, right? Um, so that's Tuesday. So I've just been like, I've been reading comics because the comics are really good. Oh, yeah, they're so I, good. Yeah, I bought a bunch of figures. So like the, those are all cool. So like I've been on a Power Rangers kick and kind of wanted to play it. And when I saw it for seven fifty, I was like, all right, done deal. Yeah, why not? Yeah, the game sucks. Like it, <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's just not, it's not good. That like, sucks. Yeah, it's, it's serviceable. Like I'm not that frustrated playing it, but there's just some stuff about it where I'm just like, it could Come just on. be better. Yeah, like it could just be like just be better is kind of right. what I want. Where it's like it's a Power Rangers game. There's five Rangers, six if you want to count Green Ranger Green, yeah. when you eventually get him. Or honestly, when you there's a DLC for a dollar which I bought because I was like fuck it, it's a dollar that gets you the second red, the second pink, and the second yellow Ranger as well as the white Ranger. Oh, cool. So you can get Tommy right off the bat for a dollar. Yeah. Where you don't have to like be a certain level to get the Green Ranger. So theoretically, you've got six Rangers, and it's a game that is heavily like y- you want to play a beat 'em up multiplayer. Yeah. There's no online multiplayer. It's, it's all couch co-op. I mean, it's nice that it's at least couch co-op because that's a thing that's waning from games these days. But like, usually now that's the thing that's tacked on, not removing multiplayer online and then only having couch co-op yeah and it's a thing where it's it's like all right this game's on sale for seven dollars i could tell everybody and their mother to go buy it like you would have bought it for seven dollars yeah yeah because we were talking about it when we were hanging out last week and then i went home to play i was like oh yeah don't don't actually buy it unless you are okay with playing by yourself yeah i I, I mean i like power rangers but that's not something i'm gonna sit down and play by myself no i just bought a ps4 i got a library of games to play correct i'm not gonna play power rangers yeah power rangers mega battle is not at the top of your list even if it was fantastic um, so that's something that's super frustrating. Uh, it's chapter based. And so like each level has three chapters to it or each chapter has three levels to it, whatever the yeah. terminology is. And like, no matter where you get to in the, in the game, like if you die, you go all the way back to the beginning and it's just like, of the chapter or of like, like whatever the, the yeah, whatever the segment is called. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's super frustrating. And the problem is that when you die or when you start the or when you like continue a game that you've been playing like if, if you end playing one night and go back to play tomorrow and you pick up at the chapter that you left off at yeah. you don't start morphed you start in regular street clothes which like I get that if you died like you you can't morph right away cuz you're damaged or whatever like that right. kind of makes sense uh, the not being able to be morphed when you saved your game morphed and are just starting again like it should understand that you're doing it and that you're not trying to replay a level yeah. that you already beat so it doesn't make any sense um, and there are certain enemies that like they're nearly impossible to beat unless you're morphed because when you're morphed you have a gun and a sword or you like you have your weapon and you have your blaster yeah and so like there's some that have this guard up that i can't beat unless i have a sword or, or like a blaster 
And so they're just walking around with their shield up and I cannot do anything to them. That makes no sense. Yeah. And so like I'm at this point in the level where I'm like, all right, well, if I want to play, if I want to beat this level, I technically have to go back to the previous level, beat that. But it's the third, like it's the hardest level of the previous chapter. And now I'll have, I'll have to beat that and then play the first Stay level warps. of the nef- next chapter and not quit in between. Yeah, you got to do it in one sitting. Yeah, so it's just little things like that where I'm just frustrated at like how it couldn't, like how it just could be better. Yeah. Um, and some of the movements wonky were like, you know, in side scrolly beat em up games, which is what this is, like you get momentum as you're attacking. Yeah. So, like, if you're doing a, a series of punches and kicks, like you're kind of sliding along with it. So, when you're pushing the enemy back, you're also staying with it. So that way you can do combos because it has a combo right. system of sorts. Uh, it doesn't do that. So, like, I'll be punching and kicking and like doing stuff, and like they'll be sliding backwards and I'll be stationary. And so, after like the second punch, I'm not hitting them anymore. It's very like. It's like old on. school though. Like uh, it is, but aren't we better than that now? Like yeah, like I was playing Street to Raids recently with a friend of mine, and that's the same thing. Like you, once you start punching, you just stand still, but the enemies do get knocked back. Yeah, but also it's 2018. I'm sure. So uh, I'm saying like we're better than this now. A while ago, right? I it, think it was, it was like 2017. Like yeah. it just came out last year. But still, it should be better. Castle Crashers does that game like thing perfectly. Like, yeah. Um, so like it's fun and it's cool to play as a Power Rangers. Like the sound effects are good and it's taken right from the show. Like yeah. the music is there and like the art style is kind of cool. Like I like the way the Rangers look. I like the way the Zords and the monsters look. Um, the Megazord battles are kind of fun where it's like they're super easy. Where it's basically just you move around on the screen and you have to hit a target with your like uh, with your Zords all together in like gun mode. Uh, and so you hit these targets, and then after you hit the targets, like, the enemy is just breathing, like, fire at you. So you have to hit the fireball so you don't get hit. Oh, so it's like a um, like a shooter, like a bounding box shooter? Yeah. Yeah. And so after that part of it, then you go into what looks like a fighting game where you're going to have, like, Megazord versus Monster. Um, and then it's just like a, like a quick time event, kind of, where it's just button presses in a row. So it'll be like, XXX, square x triangle circle and so you have to do that in a certain amount of time and like that's just a fun little thing yeah if it was a full-fledged like fighting game i'd be like oh yeah this is sick uh but it's not but it's still fun it's just yeah the overall game could be so much better and it's a shame that there isn't like a good power Rangers game yeah it just seems like it lends itself to having a good uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up Same. instead of a mediocre yeah. one exactly so and like a lot of this stuff could probably be fixed with patches but it's a little tiny game that like they clearly don't care about anymore it's never gonna get it's it's had its time yeah it's never gonna get better it's always just gonna be this game which is a shame because you could have responded to criticism and like made a better version of it but the power rangers isn't the brand that it thinks that it is though it could be coming to that now with like anniversaries in mind and you know it's now being owned it's now owned by hasbro so they could throw more money behind it yeah though there haven't been a ton of great transformers games or gi joe games so i won't i won't hold my breath necessarily well it's bandai namco that published it right yeah maybe i don't remember i thought it was it's possible but i mean they're all on to bigger and better stuff too yeah and they they didn't develop it so whoever the developer is i don't remember but yeah yeah, it's just a shame that it's not better. Uh, what is better is Guacamelee 2, which I purchased. Oh, that's already playing. out? Yeah, it came out on Tuesday. Nice. Uh, I have been playing that. That is a lot of fun. I played the first Guacamelee a bunch, but I never beat it just because, like, you know, other stuff came out and you know, I lost track of it. Uh, but this one's really fun. I really like the aesthetic of it. I like the story. I'm not too far into it right now just because I was, you know, been playing a couple different things and had kind of a busy week. But it's fun. Like, How it's, much different is it? 
like not different, but like what does it yield to being a Guacamole two, or is it just more of the same? It's, it continues the story. Like the first level of this takes place as the boss battle of the the first game. Gotcha. So like you beat the boss, and there's even a joke that was like, I thought that was harder. Like I remember that being more difficult because <laughs> you're obviously not having like the the difficulty cranked up for this fight because it's yeah. the first game. Um, but it's you know it's the platforming, it's the same kind of stuff, Metroidvania style. So it's just more of the same. Yeah, um, but which is good. I want more of the same from that game. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, and as I get deeper into it, I'm sure there'll be new mechanics introduced and new... Like powers and stuff. Yeah, like new stuff to do, so... Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get that. I get that as I play more into it. I think Joe picked it up, too, so we can get reactions from him next week, and I'll be further along into it, so... Yeah, I'll probably get it, too. I mean, I, I had it on the Xbox, but I think it was a Games with Gold at one point, so that's why I had Possibly. it. Possibly. Yeah, I had uh, it with PlayStation Plus It was the first well. game I beat on the Xbox One. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. I'm, I'm anxious to play more of it. Uh, I'm definitely going to have like a wrestling theme week because uh, Fire Pro Wrestling comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. And like, I've decided I am going to get it. Like I was having it on because of the price, but I think I'm just, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to buy it digitally, like pay five bucks more than I would buying it at like Best Buy or whatever yeah. with the 20% off because it's still 10% off in the PlayStation store. I'm not going to get the DLC right away um, just because I assume I'll be able to get the season pass separately. At uh, some point. Yeah, when all that stuff is available and comes out. So I know if that stuff is worth it, because like, that stuff doesn't exist yet. Like It's not even in the PC version. Right. So when it's out, if I find that it's worth it, then I'll play it. Plus, like, I played the older Fire Pro games, and they're really hard, and I was never very good at them. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to have the fun to sink $90 into it. But like I'll bite the bullet and pay you know the fifty bucks or the forty five bucks for it. But it does have that it. like manager sim thing that you were talking about that you were excited about the PC version. Um. Oh yeah, I, I was playing a different game with that, which I like started to and then got overwhelmed with how in depth it was. And I forgot <laughs> how in depth it was. Well, I just mean that like this one's gonna have a probably dumbed down version of that. Yeah, and that could be pretty, and that could be fun, and I'm excited for this. So I like I'm gonna get that. So I'll be playing that and Guacamelee. Uh, so I'll have a kind of a wrestling week this week. Yeah, and All In is on Saturday. That's right. All In is on Saturday. So the Broom Clock's main event will uh, will be there. I don't think we'll be talking about it, though. I no, because I don't think half of the people there know, know anybody. anything about it. No. I mean, we'll make our picks ourselves. So maybe we'll put those up on Twitter. But yeah, like that'll mostly just be a, what do you know about this person? Do you think they're going to win? Well, yeah, for half of us. Yeah. Like, I think you and I probably know that a lot more. But also, like, the matches don't matter. No. So, I mean, it's not they're, like, they're all just fun. It's not like you can reference storyline as to why you think someone is right. or isn't going to win. So it's just kind of throwing a dart at a wall yeah. and seeing what sticks. Uh, but yeah, Guacamelee 2 is a lot of fun, and I'm excited to, to play more of it. So, yeah, that was all I played this week. So a couple of different things, but one was good, one was bad. All cell shaded for you. Yes. Yeah, all uh, cookie art style. I like it, though. Cartoony. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm yeah. gonna, Fire Pro is going to be cartoony looking, too. That's true. Like, it's definitely an odd... Like I'm not going to have a realistic looking game to play until Spider-Man comes out in two weeks. I'm so excited for it. And then you'll be completely thrilled. Yeah. I also, like, I got a little sad this week because I realized that uh, Tomb Raider, the next Tomb Raider isn't coming out in, like, October, November, like I thought. It's coming out in three weeks. It comes out the week after Spider-Man. Jeez. So I was like, oh, I'm going to play all the Tomb Raiders before the new one comes out, and I'm not going to nope. have time for that. So I'll probably pick up Tomb Raider later when it's cheaper, and I'll play the first two beforehand. I'm hoping that they, like, down the road will make a trilogy pack. Yeah. See, I bought the other two for dirt cheap on the PlayStation Store. So I played the first one on the Xbox One. 
But, like, if I'm going to get them, I want them to be on the same system. Yeah. I never even played the second one, so I'll probably just wait until there's some sort of trilogy, like a cool pack that has all of the DLC and everything to it. I'm sure you'll get that next year at some point. Yeah, so. which I'm, it, or close to Christmas time. Yeah, where it's like, it's the base game, and then the other two. Yeah. They'll throw them all in together. Uh, so, yeah, I was kind of sad about that, because I was looking forward to playing that game, and just plum ran out of time. So, yep. you know, is what it is. All right, uh, that'll do it then for what we played this week. Uh, so we're going to jump right into the news. Uh, now, we're recording late on a Sunday, which actually affords us the ability to talk about this first story, uh, which is heartbreaking and sad. Uh, earlier today, there was a, a mass shooting at a Madden tournament, and this wasn't just like some rinky-dink Madden tournament either. Like It was, the, it was an officially EA-sanctioned Madden championship series, it's like the first event of the Madden like gaming yeah, season yeah. um and uh, one of the participants and i'm not gonna do names yet because it's still the first day like they have a name for the person but like that just came out and i don't want to do that thing where like they say it was this person and you find out that guy had left three hours prior and it was actually a different person someone got because like that happens sometimes and things yeah. like this where they identify one person they're like oh no wait that person just matched a description and we thought maybe it was him, but yeah, it happens more often than not. Yeah. And like, we're not a new, like we're not a hardcore, like news focused thing. We're more reactionary. So like, I don't want to necessarily break anything that's wrong. Uh, but ultimately someone who was in the tournament uh, lost and took a violent turn. Uh, there was a video, which like I did watch cause I, like they said it was audio though that you do see, like not you don't see anybody getting shot like it's not something like that but it kind of puts a frame of reference as to kind of what happened where just two people playing like the shoutcasters are calling a game and you know plays are being run and then all of a sudden you just hear that like that pop sound which yeah. is like you know and in gunfire when you're listening to a recording of it sounds way different than what you think it would be if you were there like there's no screaming there was no like react it was kind of just like a probably a shock thing uh, but just an absolutely terrible thing to happen at a gaming tournament. Yeah, I mean, and it's unfortunate that, like, this is just happening week after week. And yeah, now it was it's... the second shooting in Jacksonville, like, in as many days. Yeah, and now it's affecting, you know, I mean, it's affecting everyone in general. But, yeah. you know, now it's got the video game world and, you know. Yeah, and, like, I um, I was reading, you know, I was reading reactions on Twitter and stuff of people and, and someone who I think was like either there or was participating made a good point where it's like, you know, school shootings happen. And I like, I, my heart breaks for them. Like someone was like, you know, I, I remember when Sandy hook happened, I was afraid that my younger brother now isn't going to be safe in schools. Yeah. Like I thought elementary school, he was, you know, safe from something like that. And now I know that he's not. And that really affected me. And then they were like, now it's at a video game thing. Like I go to video game tournaments. I participate in video game tournaments and this, this happened at some something that I thought was a safe haven and it's not. And so like this, obviously like the, whatever, you know, the amount of shootings that happen in, in America and around the world are obviously sad and tragic no matter what, but with any kind of thing like this, everyone's going to react differently. Like, and you're going to feel a certain way based on your own personal experiences. And so now that it's hit the video game world, so to speak, it's a different kind of feeling. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate. Like, it seems like any mass gathering now has just this chance that some bad apple is going to come through and, uh, you know, do something horrible like this. And Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's an absolute shame. Yeah. And so we just wanted to mention it. I, we don't really have a lot of thoughts on it, like other than it, it's sad and it's tragic. And, and hopefully those that were injured pull through. Ultimately, the, the gunman killed, I think, as of right now, the number is at four. 
there are plenty of others that were injured. One of the players even said like he got shot in the thumb. Like he was lucky that he only got hit in the thumb. Yeah. Um, and thankfully he didn't make a thing where it's like, that's how I make my livelihood is my thumb. Like, I can't believe this, but he's just like, he was happy to be alive and knows not to take, you know, days for granted. The things that people say when they survive like tragedies. And stuff. Yeah. Like, and, and like, don't try and villainize like groups to like, you just, this is a sad thing that happened in general. Like, yeah. Let's and, all just mourn that. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll go through the, the week and both sides will come out on gun control and, you know, like, and it's terrible to say, but it was one of those things where there was some relief that it wasn't of like a violent game that was associated with it because that would have cast a worse light on video games. Yeah, gaming in general. Yeah. And so like as a sports game and we were just talking about like sports brings people together like you know yeah we I, wiffle we, ball and yeah we were just talking about this in terms of the of the activities yesterday and to see something like this where like and you know i know people get upset when they lose and no one likes to lose but it should never ever be taken to this level like violence should never become the result of losing like anger that's fine that's yeah. normal people don't like to lose but like learn how to control that and fo- like channel it somewhere else also sportsmanship like just the basic fundamentals of sports were lost here and it turned into something terrible so you know obviously you know everything hopefully those that are hurt pull through like i don't think anyone was critical i think it was like a lot of grazed you know and then shock too so well, i think uh, four people ended up dying yeah four people died and then the there gunman was like killed 11 himself. or so yeah injuries but i don't know the extent of their injuries so i'm hoping that they oh, like yeah have- if there are any severe ones, obviously, I hope they pull through. Again, this just happened this afternoon, so yeah. there there isn't a ton of, of news on it yet. And more is coming out. Um, so, you know, next week, if things change, I'm sure we can, you know, react to it if need be. But uh, just a kind of a sad thing to end the week. It, it's something that should have been a fun, you know, thing for people in a mall, like playing video games. Yeah, well, and then, like, now this just also puts a damper on more events that like i don't is the madden tournament going to continue or like you know if i think it, it is will. like what are they gonna you know it's gonna be tightened security I'm oh sure. for sure yeah i think it'll continue i think there'll be heightened security i mean ea put out a statement that says they're working with local authorities they're they're trying to get everything that they can like hammered down and, and all these different things so yeah i'm sure it'll continue it may not continue as scheduled like they may move some dates around but i'm sure they'll continue to play and I'm sure there'll be fundraising efforts at each event now where you can donate to, you know, Jacksonville local hospitals or blood drives or what have you. Like, I'm sure there'll be something good will come out of this because so often it does, but it's just sad that it has to happen in general. Exactly. For, for something good like that to happen, that something bad has to happen. So, um, yeah, it's just a shame. And so we just wanted to mention it because we are a, you know, a video games podcast and it's something that happened in the video games industry today. So we're not going to spend much more time on it. So no. we'll, we'll move on now um, to uh, another big thing that, that kind of happened this week in terms of video games. Uh, this week was Gamescom. So a lot of like, you know, trailers and uh, new content and stuff yeah, like that. More news about games that got announced. Yeah. And so a couple weeks ago, we had mentioned that Microsoft had said there would be new hardware at uh at Gamescom, and then they walked that back to say hardware Hard, bundles. Hardware bundles. Uh, and they announced a couple hardware bundles. There's a, there's a Battlefield one, there's a Forza one, and they you know they come with the game and you know they Xbox have announced Live new and, hardware though. Yeah, and so I don't have the hardware bundles here because it's just it's the games that are coming out that are important on Xbox this fall, uh, plus a system and a controller. Like that's what the bundle is. They did announce new controllers though. Did they? There's new skin, like new skins. They always put oh, out new yeah, colors yeah. and stuff like that. But there's also a new elite controller that's coming out. 
Did they f- officially announce that? They announced it. They didn't say what it is or how much it's going to be. Oh, okay. Because um, I knew that there's been rumors that a new, like an Elite 2 or whatever were yeah, coming Yeah, so out. there's going to be a new Elite controller coming out. Yeah. But, that, like, that was their announcement. Like, hey, we've got a new controller coming out. Yeah. That's their new hardware. Yeah, show, don't tell, guys. Come yeah. On. Uh, no, but one thing that wasn't necessarily announced, though, is heavily rumored and even has code names and it's... It's pretty much what everybody thinks and says that it, it is. is a new uh, It's a new bundle from Xbox um, that basically is geared towards people who don't necessarily want to buy games but want to have everything all at once. And, and so what this is, it's an, an Xbox subscription bundle. Um, and what it comes with is it comes with an Xbox, either Xbox One S or an Xbox One X. Uh, it comes with a Xbox Live and Games Pass for two years. Uh, and you are locked into a contract for two years. So it's basically like buying a cell phone was you know, a couple of years ago when you had to, you're locked in for two years, you're paying a monthly fee. In the case of the Xbox One X, it's a $35 a month fee. Mm. You get Xbox Live, you get Game Pass, you get the Xbox. And then you get to keep it after the two years. Yep, exactly. Unlike uh, cell phones these days. <laughs> yeah, well, no, at the, like, if you bought it for two years and you paid it off, like, you got to keep your cell phone. Same thing with even the newer ways that do it. You, you know, if you want to turn it in after a year, you can, you don't have a contract, you can turn it in and get the new one, but like, you don't get to keep it. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I want to get your thoughts on this, John. What do you think about a subscription model like this, where it's, it's basically a monthly installment plan, but you're getting games pass, which has, you know, it has a good value. Like we've talked about it, at least, you know, Joe tried it out and said, if he didn't already own most of the games on game pass, the good ones at least, then it might be worth it for him. Yeah. I mean, the well, Halo Master Chief collection just got announced as being part of Games Pass, right. and that's what, four good games and seminal Microsoft games, plus the Games Pass gets all the new games day one, so yeah, God's Day of Decay and Halo Sea of Thieves and Halo Infinite will be there day one. So what do you think about an all-subscription-based Xbox? It's an interesting thing from like Microsoft to venture into because this just means that they're going to be like not loan sharks, but they're going to be chasing people after their money. Like, I wonder how many of the people who actually sign up for these, um, like, the percentage of people that aren't going to pay them. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't... I don't mean that, like, a lot of these people aren't going to pay, but I'm curious, like, by doing this, by entering into, into this contract, Microsoft is now saying that, like, we're also going to chase you after you if you don't pay, like... Well, and I'm sure that they've got, uh, like, they've got a company that does that. Like, they've got a collections agency that would do that, and yeah. they'll chase you down... And they'll garnish your wages if you skip out on your $35 a month or whatever. Because we, like, we already have, you know, like, Rent-A-Center and stuff like that, like, where you can do these for consoles. You do get to keep them, but, like, you end up paying a lot more. But now this is straight from Microsoft. You're also getting the, the online stuff to it as well. So that's, you know, everything's tagged to your credit card. Everything's tagged to your live account now as yeah. opposed to just having the hardware. Um, but, I mean, I... If, is it worth it uh, for new players? I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that they're offering two different consoles too. Like, why can't they? Like, if it was just one, that ma- makes more sense. Well, the Xbox. I'm, I have an article up here, and it says the uh, the Xbox One S is twenty two dollars a month. So, so it's slightly cheaper. Yeah, I mean, ten bucks a month. To, you know, thirteen bucks a month cheaper. It's you know, that's your Netflix there. You know, yeah. like that's your your Hulu or whatever. Like that's the difference between you having video streaming with your game streaming 
versus having nothing with yeah i mean and like personally i would do that like i don't have a 4k tv so i don't need the need for i don't have a need for an xbox one x and in most instances i would think if you had a 4k tv you probably also have a gaming system right you can probably afford a gaming system yeah having to pay it off per month yeah which i mean not necessarily like people no not necessarily but this is a good option for those who want a gaming system and like this is probably an easier thing instead of saving up you know, $600 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Be. You don't have to drop the $500 for the all Xbox One X all at once. You can pay it off over time. Like, this is great for college students and stuff like that. The uh, the two-year thing is what strikes me as difficult because Microsoft's already said they're working on the next Xbox. Like, this seems like a really weird time to be like, hey, guess what? We're working on another Xbox. So this two years that you're locking yourself into, you're already hit. Well, like, that, but that strings people in for two years. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like as a consu- like as regular consumers, I can't see this being a good deal because you're already going to be obsolete in a year or two. Like if you make it to the end of your your two year plan, like if you start it today, yeah, and you make it to the end of your two year plan with your Xbox One X, then at the as soon as you're done paying it off, there's going to be another console, which either Most means. And I don't think this deal will be available for that console right out of the gate. They're going to want you to buy that up front, I would assume. Oh, I'm sure. So, like, you just finish it's, – it's the equivalent of, like, you just finish paying off your car and you get in a car accident. Like, your car is already not worth anything. Right. Because there's already something new. So, it's, it's rough, the two years. Like, if this was three years ago and we were halfway through the life cycle of the Xbox, then I'd be like, okay, that's a pretty good deal because – you maybe got four or five years left on the Xbox. Yeah. Now you have one, maybe two years, because they've already announced a new one's coming out. I mean, but playing devil's advocate here, like, if I'm the big businessman, I'm like, sweet, I'm locking in people for two years. Like, yes, there are going to be the consumers that look at this, like, I mean, you and I saying, you know, it's, it's not going to be worth it because we're going to have a new Xbox. But also, uh, do I know if I'm going to be able to afford that? Like, no. They're going to continue making games for it for at least another year after the new system's out. So, yeah, it's two years, but maybe three or four, given I'm not going to have the best thing, but I'll have an Xbox to play. Yeah. And then maybe four years, I'll be in a better place where I can actually buy an Xbox 760, yeah, whatever. whatever it's going to call. Yeah, I've, I've already stopped trying to come up with names for what the um, next Xbox is going to be called, because I know it's going to be wrong no matter what. But it's a smart business decision because it is sucking people in for two years. Yeah. And it's also Worked means... For cell phones. Well, I know, but it's better than cell phones because cell phones don't have games to them. I mean, they have digital games to them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure cell phones have plenty. No, of no, games no. But on. I mean, like as a <laughs> as a company, like uh, like the game developers aren't getting a huge cut of this. Like, you, you can buy movies, but it doesn't really go through your phone distributor. It goes through whoever your yeah. service provider. Yeah, is. it's not a one to one comparison. Right. Um. So this is good for them because it also means that they're giving you the means to buy more games as well so like sure you get this thing out of the gate and you pay your 22 dollars and you have their whole games past library but also now you can get two or three games like physical games or even digital games to start off with true to get your library going as opposed to plunking down 600 dollars and then being like i will get whatever is in I'll the dump one. in yeah or i'll just play whatever comes in the bundle or yeah whatever's on the xbox live yeah. pass or you know and then you're not making any money. So like, yeah, it's a smart business decision. I don't think it's going to be worth it for a lot of people, especially since it is the end of console time. And if you're yeah. going to get one this late in the game, like you probably would have bought one full out because they're not a ton of money right now. Yeah. It's, and I'm like, and I'm coming at a, a, at it from a place of, you know, I'm 
well aware of the gaming space and the you know rumors of console cycles and things like that i'm very aware of that but i know there are people out there that like when ps4 was coming out were just buying their first ps3 because like it was finally time where they would do that yeah uh, or you know people were still buying ps2 five years into the ps3's life cycle because that's the console that they wanted and never got to play i mean i have a good friend who is not going to buy uh, this current gen and he's going to wait until the next gen comes out and he's going to be like well i mean it makes sense for him he's not big on playing game- games when they come out he yeah. just wants to play them because he wants to enjoy them but he's going to buy it when whatever the new x thing comes out uh because he'll have a whole library of games to play they're going to be cheap and they're going to be done they're going to be patched like all yeah. of this stuff where you know if a lot of people like us who jump in day one, I mean, I complain about it all the time where games aren't finished and, you know, games require DLC or, you know, any of that. So there are people who it not enjoy being late to the game, but like purpose, purposefully are yeah. late to the game because it's better for your wallet and it's better for uh, like your sanity, I guess. Yeah. And you make a good point about the fact that. When you walk into the Microsoft store, which is where you, you're going to be able to buy these, like this isn't going to be available through GameStop or Best Buy. Like This is strictly this is only through the Microsoft store. Yeah, I think it's just the Microsoft store and maybe online, uh, I think, is the other way. Let me double check. But you're uh, buying it straight from Microsoft. You're not buying it through a retailer. Yeah, exactly. Or, um, or you know, a, a secondhand retailer. Yeah. So, and like you make a good point that when I go into the Microsoft store and plop down my $35 to start this plan, I've now got money probably to burn to buy one or two regular games plus the whole back catalog so uh because that's the tough part about buying any new console is what to play on it yeah uh, and like thankfully like you've got people to loan you games you've got a bunch of games that just went down to 20 dollars that you right. can play like you know you lucked out at a good time when you bought yours but imagine plopping it down and being like all right that was that was all the money i had i don't have enough money to buy it yeah more than one game and i just kind of gotta wait for a couple paychecks like you know to to get it and so this will be good for you know and that like who knows maybe this will help like young college students or like raise their credit scores because they were paying off their xbox the whole time yeah that's true you know what i mean like so there i mean there are definitely upsides to it i don't want to make it sound like i'm super against it uh it's just it's rough timing like i don't know how well it'll do for microsoft like i don't it's not necessarily a bad move i don't think it's shady or anything like that it's just it's going to be a, a wait and see kind of thing for this because it's, yeah. it's at the end. Uh, thankfully, like you have to go into the Microsoft because I can imagine going into a game sound like, I want to buy the Xbox subscription. They're like, don't do it. There's another one coming out next year. You're going to be locked in for two years. This is stupid. You're right. dumb. Do what I say. Like Trade so, in for used console. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's at least good that it's that. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this changes the landscape if it does. I don't think it will see how much it moves the needle so yeah and i honestly don't even think it's gonna last i mean it'll probably do the two years and then probably after the two years is you know the initial two years is up that maybe that's it um but i mean also controllers are expensive so like you gotta think that that's another thing that's tacked on so they're getting your money for controllers like if you want to buy another controller yeah um so there are some upsides to it as someone who already has an xbox i obviously don't see a need for it and Mm. i mean i don't there are people out there who it'll, be, who it'll benefit. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
it's just a it's a weird thing to announce. Yeah, my it's hope, a weird thing to start. My my hope is that, and they probably should have put it in the the like. I well, this isn't to be fair. This isn't officially announced yet. This is all still like technically rumored, though it's far enough along with code names and everything that it's definitely a thing that's coming. Hopefully, in the official announcement of it, they put in some kind of caveat of like. You know, when the next Xbox comes out, if you're not done with your two years, like you can either pay off the rest of it right then and there and keep the console or trade it in and get money off the next one. Like, That'd like, be cool. like how you would do with a car or a cell phone. Where yeah. it's, all right. I have I've been paying this off for a year so far um, and I, you know, I've had my fill with it. I've and the next one comes out. I want to get the next one. OK, give us your Xbox one and we'll go ahead and like. You know, either you pay for it and you start a new installment plan, you buy it outright, or maybe we give you a yeah. discount or whatever. Um, so I hope there are some options in there to future-proof pe- for, for people. Um, that would be my one hope, to really make this a decent deal. Yeah, if not, I think this has a two-year life cycle, and then it's done. Yeah, because yeah, then they're not going to immediately start it with the next one. No, because they want green now as yeah. opposed to green later. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that would be my one hope for it. Uh, all right, that'll do it then for the, the big stories of the week. Uh, we'll jump now into the lightning round, not lightning round. Uh, and we're going to start the lightning round off this week with what we knew to be coming, though we hoped and hoped and hoped it wasn't going to be the case. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Amazon is going to be ending their pre-order pricing structure. Uh, we've talked about how sad we were when Best Buy got rid of you know, their, their pricing, you know, sale thing with their gamers club unlocked where you saved 20%. Uh, Amazon took their from first pre-orders and first two week purchase to just pre-orders and then no remakes. And then, uh, yeah, then no remakes, only new games. Then GameStop got rid of their tier that got you 10% off new games too, uh, and all their extra bonuses. And then this week it was confirmed that Amazon is completely ending 20% off for pre-orders. Every game now costs what it costs. Sorry. And even worse, they gave you until the end of the week to... to so Tuesday. They took, for those of you listening to this, the day it comes out, Tuesday the 28th is the last day to get your pre-orders in. But if you wanted to pre-order Spider-Man or Red Dead Redemption or Assassin's Creed, they are taking the games off of the store completely. Yeah. So and you I can't don't, even pre-order them. I even if you don't have Prime. Yeah. You can pre-order them digitally, which sure. doesn't get you the discount. Sure. Um, yeah. I I... On the one hand, I think it's as a business, they knew what they were doing and they took it off. So that way you'd have to pay full price for those games when they miraculously are put back. Uh, Part of me thinks that hopefully it wasn't that in corporate greedy and that maybe it was just. It definitely is. I I know it is, but I want to try to be at least a little optimistic here. Uh, Like that maybe it was just like, oh, you know, we sold out of the stock that we were given for first run. So we don't want to be doing it past that or something like that. I'm hoping there's more to it than just like, hey, 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 hey we got you. Yeah. But I know that it's, hey, 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 hey we got you. Yeah. Because um, you went to go pre-order Spider-Man. The second I saw it, and I checked this morning, still gone. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about Red Dead and don't give a crap about Assassin's Creed. So those don't really bother me. I think Call of Duty is still good. Um, Mario Party's still there. Like Mario some Party other... was still good. Uh, I didn't check Tomb Raider. Um, actually, no, I did because the, there's like a Steelbook version. Yeah. And that was still up. Okay. Um. Uh, Kiwami 2 is coming out on Tuesday. I've had that pre-ordered for a while. But That's not a remake, right? It is. But it but, counts. But it's like a redone game, so yeah. it didn't count. Yep. I, I also had it pre-ordered before that, that caveat was thrown in there. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that sucks. Uh, I mean, it, it makes sense. Oh like, yeah, I'm not at all like I'm not surprised that these all fell, considering they were all too good to be true. Like yeah. I'm clinging to the last few weeks I have left of Movie Pass before that goes away as well. Um, but yeah, it just like it sucks as someone who's a frugal consumer like I am. Where, yeah. like, I really loved saving twenty percent, um, and now I think honestly with no with no bastion of 20% savings left, I'm probably just going to go buy a really big hard drive and just go all digital. Like if I'm going to be paying 60 bucks, regardless, I might as well just own it digitally. See, I'm like the opposite. Like now that I can't buy things new, I'm just going to wait forever for games to come out. Mm. Well, you also have bad internet. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to download things. No. And I have, I have a, I have a minuscule hard drive. Yeah. On my, well, on my Xbox, my, I have a terabyte on my PS4. That goes away a lot faster than you think it does. I, I mean, I, I think I have two games installed on it. So yeah, or two, you know, two names purchased on it. Yeah. Um. But still, it's it sucks, and it, and it does make sense. Like, yeah. they, they don't make a lot of money on these. They probably make what ten bucks a copy, like for new games. I can't remember what it was when we worked for said video game retailer. I yeah. I mean, honestly, it's for a sixty dollar game. They probably pay forty bucks for it. I think. Yeah. Uh, and so when you're selling it then back at forty eight, you're making eight dollar profit, if that. Like. Yeah. So well, I get why they did free it. Shipping. So like. Even that's gone. Yeah. Also, uh, we didn't. This is of the same vein. Uh, Amazon Prime is also now adding ads to Twitch Prime. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw something about Twitch Prime, but I didn't. I didn't know specifically. Yeah. What it so is. if you paid for Twi- for Prime and you were watching Twitch, you had no ads completely. Yeah, and now uh, and now that's gone. So now you're gonna have ads. So it's gonna be stuff on the side and stuff popped up. And I don't know. I so don't what's the point Twitch of having enough. Twitch Prime? Uh, there's none. Yeah. Okay. I get Fortnite skins every every month. That's the extent of what. I get. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, well, if you have Prime, you get Twitch Prime. Yeah. Added in. So it's it's just trying to wean off the people who like want all of it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, instead, they're putting in its place like you can pay for a, a separate Twitch thing that'll get rid of ads. Okay. So like this is very much uh, akin to uh, Amazon used to have channels on their Amazon Prime videos. Yeah. So like you could subscribe to uh, Showtime was one of them. There was a uh, an anime one. Uh, there was a horror one. But if you had Prime, you had to then pay an extra $5 a month for X, Y, and Z channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've gotten rid of those and added them in. That's the positive. And now the, you know this is the opposite, where instead of doing that for Twitch, now they're saying, oh, if you pay an extra on top of your Prime, we'll take the ads back. Like, yeah. We'll take them off again. Well, I'm like... So as much as that's like corporate greedy and kind of sucks, like I at least get it because, you know, the money then goes, hopefully more money goes to the content creators on Twitch. I don't know if it does. Well, because ads, that's how, that's what ads go for is like you watch the ad so that, and like that person gets money. Like it may not be a lot of money, but it's something. Like I don't know the breakdown of it. Fractions of a penny. Yeah. I don't know what the breakdowns of it are, but theoretically that would be better for the content creators, even if it's worse for the watchers. So like... It, that one's a weird one. It's the same thing with like YouTube ads and stuff like that. It's not like with where Netflix is adding ads to some stuff, maybe. Yeah. Because that's to Netflix. Like those that ad revenue isn't going to the makers of The Office. But they're advertising their own stuff. Yeah. It's, so that's a, it's different, a different piece. That's a different game. Um, but it's still Amazon now being even shiftier to gamer. Well, although Twitch is now you can live stream yourself eating cereal, so it's not yeah. game related entirely. Not but. necessarily. Um, yeah, it just sucks. It's the end of an era. It probably means I'm going digitally, but that's okay. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Joe's thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he'll hang on to what he's got left for the 
uh, Best Buy gamer thing. Yeah, I have like half a year left. I think June of next year I'm out. So a little little less than a year. And Joe just re-signed up like when it happened. Too. Oh, so he's he's good. He's got the two years. Yeah, so I'll, I'll bum it off him for a while. Yeah, then. me too. <laughs> um, but that means less coupons for me. All right, uh, lightning round. Speaking of things that aren't coming back, uh, they... Yves Guillemont, I think is his name, I believe, from Ubisoft, uh, stated this week there will be no mainline Assassin's Creed game in 2019. So the annualized series that then took time off to come back as an annualized series is taking time off again. Good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is good. Um, they game that they can and supporting that uh, for next year rather than uh, making a new entry into the series. What I think that will probably mean is extensive, like regular DLC that you've already expect. Plus, I think maybe a more extensive piece of DLC where it'll be like Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah. Where it's a, you know, it's not a 20-hour thing or it's not a 12-hour thing. It's like a six-hour right. $40 expansion or something like that. Like an expansion rather than, you know, an extra mission or regular just going to get DLC, which I think is fine. Well, and also DLC makes them more money than a yeah. full, like, fledged game. You know, they can put, you know four hours worth of dlc or two hours worth of dlc and charge you 30 bucks for it and that's you know half the cost of a full retail game and they have to put a whole year's worth of development cycle into that true so it does make sense but also it just means that you're not getting half-assed assassin's creed games half assassin's creed games yeah um and but, like this is what killed the batman series was they were just like rocksteady was like oh like, no we want a competent game every year what are you talking about they didn't put out a new batman game every year they did for like three years no, they didn't. Arkham Arkham Asylum and Arkham City came out like three years apart, didn't they? The only one that seemed annualized was that Origins one, and that was made by somebody else. Well, yeah, uh, Rocksteady was already off of the, the books at that point. No, they made Arkham Knight. Um, Did so, they? Yeah. Oh, well, Arkham Knight sucked. It was. It had good ideas. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, and then see. it did not execute. But still, uh, having longer development cycles for games, it just means better games as opposed to cranking one out every year. And yeah. like their their thing was saying that like they had different teams working for them, so it was very much like the Call of Duty thing, where Call of Duty has Infinity Ward, and then uh, who's the other team that works on the Black Treyarch? Treyarch, yeah. So and then there's have, the other one too, Sledgehammer. Well, yeah. Now now there's a third one, yeah. but they used to have two year development cycles for every Call of Duty, but it would ha there was one that came out every year. So at least you weren't getting burned with crappy games, arguably. Um, but now that's what they were saying with this new Assassin's Creed was it's a different company. So now they're having two companies working on Assassin's Creed games simultaneously so that they can come out semi-frequently. But yeah, they, yeah, they did say that uh, uh, Odyssey was being worked on at the same time as Origins. Yeah. Um, and so that's why they were able to put them out one after the others because they were being worked on together, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so and Ubisoft's got the money to pay dev teams to do anything. So so let's see. Arkham Asylum was 2009. Arkham City was 2011. Yeah. Uh, Arkham Origins was 2013. And Arkham Knight was 2015. So there was two years in between every single game, even when Rocksteady took the extra four years to make the third mainline game as opposed to the prequel one that WB Montreal did. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, obviously Assassin's Creed dwindled in, in content and in quality over time. Uh, and that's why they took that year off. Origins was by all means, uh, the, one of the best games in a long time for that series. Yeah. It was Joe's game of the year for last year. Uh, and Odyssey looks to be setting up pretty good. And I think if they take the time to not rush out another one with a new protagonist and a new setting and a new everything, then I think the series is better for it. Could they, 
could they put out a sequel like they did with Brotherhood and yeah, Revelations? Yeah, the new Ezio thing. Yeah, and so if you know if this character becomes a trilogy, well, it's not a new main Assassin's Creed game. It's a like it's a pseudo sequel, but it's on the same engine. It's on the same stuff. I think gamers will enjoy that as long as the games are good, uh, and they'll be fine with it, even if it is like weird like double speak almost of like it's not a new main game it's a sequel to the main game that's still a main game yeah and ubisoft has a, a way of saying things in different ways to, yeah to say we, we weren't technically lying yeah. um they did say though that there won't be there also won't be like an assassin's creed liberation or an assassin's yeah, creed chronicles side uh you know side scroller ones short story yeah. ones they did say none of that either because that was my first thought when i saw the article before i saw the, the confirmation of that was oh we're gonna get a standalone dlc and we're gonna get a, a side scroller yeah we're gonna get a side scroller something or other um so they did say that as well so they're uh we're moving on taking a break from assassin's creed which would give joe more time to play the the new one so good for joe uh <laughs> Lightning round. This week, uh, Nintendo of the UK uh, had a Nintendo like Nindy showcase. Uh, so the the indie games for the Nintendo Switch uh, were sixteen new Switch indies were announced. Uh, now this this is uh, important to note that it was Nintendo uh, UK, UK, not uh, Nintendo of America, because Nintendo of America on Tuesday the twenty eighth will be doing their own showcase. What kind of overlap there'll be, I don't know. I have to assume it'll be all new games and not repeats because they can't assume that an announcement in the UK Nintendo showcase wouldn't also be seen by American audiences or Japan, like Japanese audiences. So uh, I would hope it's a bunch of new ones, but uh, I'll run through the games right now. Uh, We don't necessarily need to talk about them in depth, uh, but we've got a game called Night Call, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, The Gardens Between, Streets of Rogue. Bad North, Moonlighter, This War of Mine, Children of Morta, Everspace, Baba Is You, Slay the Spire, Windjammers, Windjammers 2, Terraria, Prison Architect, uh, and Morphe's Law. Uh, It is important to note that Morphe's Law, Prison Architect, and Bad North all came out the day of the showcase, so those are all available now. I was excited about Morphe's Law when it got announced because it looked cool. Uh, Early reviews are not that good. That's unfortunate. It is, because it's a cool little idea. Um, I'm super stoked for Windjammers. And Windjammers 2. And Windjammers 2. I don't know if I'll necessarily buy Windjammers 1 on Switch, because I have it on Vita, and I don't really see the point, other than the fact that the player base may be better on Switch than it was on Vita. Yeah, that too. It's weird that Terraria is getting another release. No, that's a different... Uh, or maybe it is the same it's one. Just, it's just, I'm sure it's just a port, but... Oh, yeah, it is the same one. For some reason, I thought that was like made a by some... A different type of Terraria? Well, like, yeah, like I thought Terraria, for some reason, was a like a studio specific to one of the companies, but it's not. It, it was the same game that came out on, in, on PC in 2011. So, eight years later, coming to Switch. Sure. Uh, let's see if any of these others... The port machine continues. The port machine continues. Yeah, uh, let's see. Night Call. Assume the role of a cab driver in Paris as you help police investigate serial killers who are terrorizing the city while also trying to make enough money to pay your expenses. So it seems like a noir, te- like, uh, what's the, the taxi game for the Dreamcast? Why can't I think of it right now? Crazy Taxi? Crazy Taxi. Crazy Thank you. Taxi. I was just thinking Taxi Driver, and I'm like, that's not right. That's a, di- that's a different thing entirely. Uh, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, a spiritual successor to Wonder Boy, the Dragon's Trap. 
uh, has you playing as Jin in a 2D side-scrolling adventure where you can transform into a dragon, a pig, a frog, a lion, and a snake. Cool. Uh, the Wonder garden, Boy looked good. Uh, the gardens between manipulate times. You try to solve puzzles as best friends. Arena and friend didn't. Uh, the Voxel Agents Garden Between will also be arriving on PS4 and PC. Uh, Streets of Rogue uh, arrives on the Switch. Four-player co-op, exclusive enhancements, and allows you to fight, sneak, and hack your way through a top-down, procedurally generated roguelite. Uh, Bad North, which is one of the games out now. Defend your island and home against a Viking horde in this real-time tactics roguelite. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. That's so many genres. Uh, That one's also coming to consoles, PC, and mobile. Uh, later this year, though it's out now on Switch. Uh, Moonlighter uh, lets you play as a shopkeeper. Dreams of being a hero during the day. Run your shop and upgrade your town at night. Become the hero and collect loot uh, that can be sold in your shop. So basically, you're robbing people at night, but as a hero, and then selling the stuff that you got later in the night. Like I don't understand. It seems uh, there was a really like, backwards, like a Super Nintendo game that that that's the way this was. You were like a uh, you would uh, raid dungeons. And then the stuff that you got from the dungeons, you would then go and sell in your shop. And I think this is this was out on Steam recently, and like you. Could... Oh yeah, it was. Uh, Moonlighter released on May 29th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, because I read something about that, uh, and like you can sell things, and like you have to decide like what it's in demand, so you can set your own prices for stuff. But then once you like find the price for things, it just becomes a like get rich game, and you just kind of lose sight of playing i guess yeah now that you know how to scam it you just do it uh this war of mine is a game that came out in 2014 uh it's a survival game so it's like civilians in a war-torn area i believe um heard it was good i'm not really gonna look to check this out on switch Uh, children of morta uh is a co-op action rpg uh, that has previously been called diablo meets pixel art rpg another pixel art game yeah with diablo aesthetic uh, Joe will buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's see. Everspace uh, includes the base game and Encounter expansion. So clearly, uh, this is also a port. Uh, it's a roguelite space shooter that allows you to get better with every run. Uh, that came out last year on the consoles. Uh, Baba is you. You don't just make the rules. You are the rules. Manipulate the game and solve 100 different puzzles. It's also coming to Steam. doesn't really give you any indication of what it is. It's a weird-looking like art style puzzle game yeah slay the spire uh it is a roguelike another roguelike a roguelike deck building card game it's currently in early access on pc it's already sold over a million copies uh windjammers we've talked about that is the disc based game similar to pong and uh the death throw yeah death throw uh the game that you were trying to desperately trying to remember the name of a couple weeks ago uh the sequel windjammers 2 all this was was just a like a cinematic I'm super excited for that. More Windjammers is good. I really like Windjammers. This one I'll probably pick up on Switch because I'll, I like the portability of Windjammers on Vita, but I don't like that the player base is shit. Yeah, and well, so, now this will be a new player base. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Terraria, we know. Prison Architect uh, is... <laughs> That's see. already out in consoles, too. Cause I remember picking it up at GameStop being like, what the hell is this? Yeah, it, it released on PC in 2015, uh, so not too much there. And then Morphe's Law was the... Uh, shooter game a team-based shooter where when you shoot people wherever you shoot them they grow uh, but you shrink or no they shrink and you grow which means the worse you do the harder it is for you to shoot or get shot and the better you do the easier it is to get shot so it really kind of balances out 
though again earlier reviews i've seen are not good so i was kind of disappointed i didn't like i would have bought this if this came out at a time where i wasn't about to play a game every week that was going to be in a depth big and, game nonetheless yeah, yeah so like i've got a smaller game in guacamelee yeah that will like that i can play intermittently that's not a big deal like i've got a little bit more of a time sink game in fire pro but that doesn't have any like immediacy to beat it and that would be a game that i play over time anyway yeah, pick up and then like and then spider-man comes out and that's going to suck all my time up so like, i'm not going to get into a shooter into or a new <laughs> game like this um maybe if it, if it gets balanced and, and stuff over time i may pick it up later but not really that amped for it right i now. will say that uh it's cool that it's the only um i mean that i think can think of it's the only completely innovative game that's on that list though yeah and like, like indies games are always in my opinion, like the best thing about gaming because it's people who are willing to make uh, like leaps and bounds with innovation when all of this stuff was all ports from Steam or roguelike games. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did I say roguelike? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it is what it is. And we'll see Tuesday what, what comes of the Nintendo of America Indie Showcase. So I'm sure we'll be talking about even more indie games next week, uh, though if they overlap at all, we just probably won't mention it. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. The port machine continues. Saints Row 3 is coming to the Switch. Sure. You excited for Saints Row 3? No. I mean, I loved Saints Row 3 uh, on the 360, but... Uh, yeah, you can play it wherever. There's there's four of them. Why is the third one coming? You gotta start somewhere. And sure. I'm like, and to be fair, it was a PS3 360 game, and that's what the Switch can run. So, so was the Saints Row the fourth. That wasn't a PS4? No. No. Huh. There you go. Yeah, I didn't I played follow that one the, too before I had an X bone. Yeah, I didn't follow the the Saints Row series all that much because it just I don't know it didn't. Three is before it went off the rails bonkers. Like it, it was, was always, always kind of bonkers. It was though. always bonkers, but it, you didn't fly around with superpowers like Fair. And you did in three in the very last level because you were in the Matrix at some point. Yeah, and you're setting up for the sequel. Right. Um. But with yeah, cool. All right. It's also um. This is the first Grand Theft Auto esque game on a Nintendo system in a very long time. Yeah, uh, could pave the way. Yeah, so Grand Theft Auto Six right it, there. On it the may Switch. be the port system, but it's also proving that this is the all ages port system as opposed to the original Nintendo. Everything is supposed to be kiddie. It is quite surprising. They definitely realize that they don't just have kids and families as part of their God. their install base, which is good. Yeah, uh, Luigi's Mansion for the 3DS got a release date from Gamescom, October the nineteenth, um, which is like. I mean, if you didn't play it already, I guess this is your time for it. You've had eight years to play it? Uh, longer than Luigi's Mansion? Yeah, it's a GameCube game. Yeah, and we're in 2018 right now, so you've had 18 years to play it, if uh, anything. GameCube came out in 2000? The Wii came out in 2006. Jeez. So, you've had much longer time. You've had time, a long time to play long this game. Time, so long that John forgot how long it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not too intrigued, but I, I didn't play Luigi's Mansion 2 on 3DS. I didn't play the second one. I did like the first one, but it's, again, it's old. Yeah. You could have bought it on, like, the virtual console and stuff, I'm sure. And it's weird that, like, it doesn't need, why why bring it to 3DS? Just bring it to the Switch if you're going to put it on something. Like, at this point, anything that's a remake of something else, why are you putting it on 3DS? Yeah. You could just put it on Switch or, or do both. Do both, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, all right. Uh, last piece of Nintendo news, lightning round. Uh, it was confirmed this week that the new Labo vehicle kit will work with Mario Kart uh, as we had hoped, at least I had hoped, yeah. uh, because that might be the thing that gets me to buy Labo where I'm not just relying on the little cutesy mini games it comes with, uh, which are probably fun for five minutes, and then I just have this cardboard thing sitting there. 
uh, at least if I'm able to play Mario Kart with it, I could get possibly some more fun out of it. Uh, they did confirm you'll be able to use the steering wheel to steer. The, uh, the, like the gas pedal will be used to rev your engine and also for drifting. So I don't know how. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that is in terms of like how you'll drive. Is there How many pedals are there? Just the one. Oh. I think there's just the one. Uh, and then you can honk the horn to throw your weapon, which I kind of like a lot. Meep. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be good. That might actually be the thing that gets me to buy a Labo kit. Even though I like, I'm a hundred percent on board with the idea. I absolutely love that it exists. I love the coding aspect of it. Like I love everything involved with Labo except for the games that it comes with, where I know that those are hollow experiences that I paid $80 for the set of cardboard. Like that's the only barrier right. to me. Well, I love every other part about it. Yeah. Cause it's not for people who are just going to use it for the game. It's for no. people who want to like, it's the same reason. Like I couldn't get into like uh little big planet. Like just because I know like I'm not going to make cool levels. Yeah. Like, but see, I at least got into that cause I could play other people's levels. Yeah, that's true. So like if I had like, if I had a kid or if I had like younger brothers or whatever, like or younger siblings that were young, that we could put this together, like I would 100% have bought both Labo kits. Right. Like if I had a, you know, an eight-year-old little brother or nephew or like kid or whatever, yeah. I would have bought that robot kit. You know, we, we would have had fun with the piano in the house, but I definitely would have bought that robot one. So we go smashing around the living room, breaking robots. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, but this might be the one that gets me a Labo kit and see if I can tinker with the, like how hard the coding aspect in the toy con garage is. Cause that intrigues me. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see when that comes out. I believe it's later this year. Lightning round. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice has got a release date and a confirmed collector's edition. Uh, it's coming out March the 22nd. John, what is in that collector's edition? The collector's edition has your standard statue. Uh, How does the statue look? Uh, it's like the main character holding a samurai sword like in a Expe- guard. Expected. Yeah. But like, I don't know. He's not in a cool pose or anything like that. As someone who spends a lot of time posing giant robot statues that I make. And people holding samurai swords. And people, well, and robots holding samurai swords. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is very bland. What's um, the problem with statues? Uh, so yeah, it comes with a, uh, the full game in a steelbook case, which I am a sucker for, but I'm Steelbook not- cases are great. Uh, a uh, seven-inch shinobi statue, uh, the standard art book, uh, physical map, and the standard soundtrack and replica game coins. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, and for those that don't remember, Sekiro is the uh, the first, I guess, of the upcoming three different samurai-based games. Uh, this is the one that's from Software's game, uh, so it's going to be like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and all that. Uh, as opposed to Neo 2, which also comes out, I think, next year. Uh, and then The Ghost of Tsushima, which is more of a third-person action game, less of a Bloodborne style, I believe. Although I did read with this Gamescom thing, people got to have more hands-on with um, Sekiro. And it is more of an action game than any of the From Software games before. Good. That excites me because I like that. About yeah, it. and so they were saying, like, obviously there's no shields, so uh, it doesn't have a lot to do with guarding as much uh and it's more of an rpg-ish uh action game as opposed to a souls game yeah which is now its own genre but i like how there's like there's three samurai games coming out relatively close to one another and they all seem to be like they're gonna be different enough to justify having all three of them exist whereas one is a from software game and even if it's more action oriented it's probably going to be closer to dark souls than any other thing that you could describe well, yeah, it as. of course 
you know, Ghost of Tsushima is third, more third-person action game and falls in line with the, the God of Wars and the Uncharted's and, like, that Sony style of third-person action. And super cinematic. Yeah. Uh, and then Neo is going to be, like, a Ninja Gaiden game, just like the first Neo was. Yeah. So, like, even that, while kind of Souls-esque in terms of difficulty, is more fast, more fluid, and so that gives you something different. So you've got your variable pick of action-style games that all involve samurais, and all of them have... They're all going to stand out in their own way, and they all have the possibility of being really good. So, like, I'm I'm really excited for all three. Yeah, of them. I'm stoked for all of them anyway. Like, I'm not going to pre-order this digital or this uh, collectors. No, same. Like, I just and there's no price on it yet, but I'm sure it's going to be ninety to hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be somewhere in that range, probably a uh, hundred and twenty, because it comes with the statue, and it'll be like it's a premium statue. With a, yeah. Like it's cast with whatever, but I don't know. It's still you know it's, it's got it's the cool ashes of real samurai. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. More release dates. Shenmue 3 finally has a release date a couple years after being announced on the stage at E3, right before being kickstarted for some reason. Uh, I don't know why you would be announced on stage at E3 at a Sony press conference and, and then, then Kickstarter money. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, but that is coming out interest. one year from today. Today being the future, which is tomorrow, Monday. The past. Yeah. So 8 2019 is the release date. That seems really far out to announce a release date that will almost certainly get pushed back. Uh, I don't know why you needed to make it now is the announcement. I guess probably because the Shenmue the 1 and 2 came out. Uh, so you're piggybacking off of everyone caring about Shenmue 1 and 2. Yeah. And therefore giving them the, that little, you know, the debate for next year. So I never got into the Shenmue games. I know a bunch of people playing the Shenmue collection right now that seem to be having a super great time with it. I and, totally forgot that came out. Yeah, it came out on Tuesday and... You know, I'm seeing a bunch of people playing it. I see the, you know, the screenshot shares on on social media. So, uh, Shenmue three probably closer than you think. One year away. Uh, lightning round. We also got a release date for Devil May Cry five that comes out March the eighth of twenty nineteen. You excited for Devil May Cry five? Yes, because it looks super cool. Have you played like extensively the other Devil May Cry games? Um, not the PlayStation ones. Like I kind of jumped in with four. Mm, um, because that was the first one on three sixty. It was the first one on three sixty. Also, like the. F- I did play the first two. I never played the third one, which is considered the best one, but the camera thing killed it for me. It's yeah. all like cameras in like the top corners of hallways and stuff like that, and they're stationary, so you can't change them around. Um, so like I'm like I I know these games are good, but they're also outdated. Um, but I really loved the remaster the the reboot one, even DMC. though this isn't gonna. Yeah, DMC. Even though this isn't going to continue DMC, this is very much a, a sequel. Yeah. Um, but it looks dope. Like I'm, uh, I'm excited for it. Nice. Yeah, I never got super into the Devil May Cry series. I played one a little bit back in PS2. Right? It was a PS2 game. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I played a little bit of two, but like I rented them from Blockbuster. You know, I didn't like. I never bought them or yeah. played them extensively. Like I played them a little bit, and they were fun. You know, and I like those kinds of games. Like I liked Bayonetta for the little bit of time that I played it, and it's a very similar game. Um, but yeah, I'm not like super jazzed for it. But I'm happy for those Devil May Cry fans. For well, sure. it's also like you're not really big in that like <clears throat> the anime aesthetic for stuff. No, like that's very much catered to that crowd. Oh yeah, for sure. But like it's that's not a barrier that I can't hurdle for games. It is for movies. Like I won't watch animes, but yeah, um, for games for whatever reason, like that doesn't bother me as much. Probably because the interactivity and it doesn't have as many of the quirky things i don't like about anime involved in mm-hmm. them even if the aesthetic is similar but right. i like i don't know i may play it or i'll may like watch joe play it or something uh, but it doesn't really jump off the the radar for me 
Uh, let's see. Lightning round. Some more Xbox stuff after talking about Xbox earlier. Uh, PUBG on the Xbox is officially coming out of Xbox Early Access on September the 1st and will be a real game. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that means. I think it's getting more maps and stuff. Well, and they announced during E3 all of that stuff, too. Like, yeah. the new maps, and, like, there's a new game mode that they're adding as well. Yeah, and this is all stuff that's already on the PC version, and will just come to the Xbox version, and they'll call it a full sure. game. Sure. Yeah. I already own it, so, like, yeah. I'll you already play it when it comes it. out. I just, I, I think the whole buying a demo thing is still hilarious. Yeah, it's different for games that are strictly multiplayer online, because... You know, you need money up front to continue to make the game better. I get it. Uh, but at the same time, like, hopefully when you become a real game, uh, like, I don't even know why you're not a real game now because I have the game and I'm playing it. And yeah, it's bare bones. But also, what was it? 20 bucks? 30? Uh, I think it was 30, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Joe bought me a copy. Yeah. But like, it's it's not a, it wasn't a $60 game. No, that it was wasn't a demo. A release, yeah. It was half the price and that maybe if it came out with all this extra stuff a year down the road or two years down the road then maybe it would be 60 so technically you got it for cheaper and now everybody gets it for cheaper yeah because you put up with the growing pains of it but i don't know it's just a weird nomenclature i think you get it automatically like early access means early access it doesn't mean a demo yeah well i the naming conventions are changing and what games are considered like like beta test isn't a beta test anymore it's just a demo yeah well and like that's what and demo means like the naming is stupid yeah like naming conventions in games has changed because what is a beta test now is not like what a beta test was 10 years ago yeah and like the word like pre-alpha that doesn't mean like there's nothing before a like No, well, pre-alpha just means that, like, most of the game isn't built. Like, it's barely functioning. Right, then call it a demo. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the naming conventions are just all messed up. But uh, it'll be official, at, like, whether that means anything to anybody or not. It hopefully does to them, and hopefully will garner sales. It's also sales a Saturday, and... which is an interesting date. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. But it's Labor Day weekend, so, you know, who knows? Sure. Yeah, so next week this weekend actually. maybe i'll play PUBG for the first time in like six months there you go i tried to play PUBG mobile with skip the other day and like it didn't work like we went to play and we needed to invite each other via like facebook or something to get the special mission that he wanted and i was like yeah dude i'll help you out i got no problem with that right. and then like it didn't work like we couldn't see each other in the game and so i'm not like, surprised it's like all right i'm sorry skip i'm, I'm done i'm gonna put this away now <laughs> <laughs> oh did you speaking of mobile games as an aside uh Android users can use Xbox controllers now. Uh, yeah, that's true. Xbox One controllers, and yeah. I have none of those. Uh, you have one right in front of you. That's an Xbox 360 controller. Oh. I don't have an they Xbox They look one. the same. <laughs> they, do look, they do look very similar. And this was like the, the Xbox 360 controller that I have is the one that first came with the transforming D-pad. Yeah. So like it the does very – Yeah, it does very much look like an Xbox One controller does Except now. for the start and – it's the back and menu button and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So very similar, but yeah, nope. That's the that's the controller I have on my desk. I do not have the Xbox One. Uh, no, but I did see that because like Fortnite is getting Fortnite on mobile is going to get controller support. That's awesome. Yeah. So I I have a Bluetooth controller yeah. that I will use to try that out when it's available. But I'm not going to buy an Xbox. I don't play games no, like that on my phone you. to buy an Xbox One controller to try it out. Like maybe if Joe or you wants to bring one over one day, we can hook it up to see how it plays. But yeah. like, I can't imagine it'd be that different than playing. But it's it with cool a, for people who have Android oh yeah, phones and an Xbox. For sure. Yeah. If you want to play those games that that will incorporate it. Yeah. How, however many they are, I just don't play like in-depth games like that on my phone all that much. 
So yeah, it is what it is. I got the Bluetooth one for like emulators. That's really what I got it for. <laughs> so I didn't have to use on-screen buttons. Yeah, so you're that not was... covering up the screen as you're trying yep, to play it. That was it. All right, uh, lightning round is the last piece of the lightning round. Uh, we're getting Overwatch uh, things, and we are getting them in Lego form. Are you excited about Overwatch Legos? I want to be excited about Overwatch, but I'm just done with it already. Hmm. Like when the whole hamster ball thing came out, I was like, oh, I don't care. I straight up, I, I yeah, I sold my copy back, so I don't even have it anymore. Yeah. Um, but Lego sets do yield well for Overwatch. Uh, I, I mean, any merch yields well to Overwatch. It's yeah. colorful. It's cool. Like it's kooky. Yeah, it already lends itself well to a like a cartoonish vibe. Yeah. Like it's it's still somewhat realistic in terms of like the conventions of the characters, like how they're built, but the look is still cartoony enough where it, it lends well to to merchandise. Like they're killing it in the Funko Pop game. Like there's a million Overwatch pops. Yeah. You know, there's T-shirts everywhere. There's hats and keychains and backpacks and like. They they have no shortage of merchandise that the they're killing you with. The minifigures are gonna be sweet. Yeah, and the minifigures like I, they already teased what some of them are gonna be, and I think it's like McCree and Diva and like the mainstay first run yeah. characters are gonna be the ones to get the sets. Uh, what honestly I think will be the coolest is building the. They're not just gonna be the minifigures, but they're gonna be like the levels. And like building a cool level and putting your character where you want it to is gonna look really cool. Not to mention the fact that if you're big into Overwatch, you could use that as like a battle map kind of thing. Oh my god, dude! Do you play Overwatch at all? I played it like some a couple free weekends, and I like, I watched a couple friends play it pretty in depthly. So you know the payload. Yeah. If that's a kit, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, and I'm sure it will just be. have the payload and like it can come with a couple minifigs. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Like if that comes out, I might buy that. Like I, I do like Overwatch. I just I, I'm not as good as it now like than I was when it came out. So Fair. like I it's hard for me to jump back in now that there's six new characters yeah. since I played it. Um but it didn't mean I didn't enjoy it when it was there. Yeah. Um but that like that's that's a thing that's a staple, you know, the payloads in every map. So that would be a cool kit. I'm really excited for what I know the internet is going to do, which is uh, if you take all the, the Lego sets and build them all up in like a tabletop gaming style space where like it looks like a Warhammer map, but right. you've got all these things, someone's going to invent a game with dice rolling and like a tabletop game for Overwatch based on the Lego sets. Oh, and I'm awesome. really excited to see who does that and what those rules are and if it's cool and playable. Like, yeah. Even though I don't play Overwatch, if, if Joe bought all those Lego sets and brought them over and was like, hey, do you guys want to try this thing that some Redditor created? I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. I'll give oh, it a Skip's shot. Skip's going to buy him for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's kind of waning on Overwatch a little bit. He was saying he was thinking about getting rid of his Overwatch pops too. Oh, really? Just because he, he can't keep up with it because there's so many of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's exciting. Anytime something gets Legoed, I'm really for it. I would love to see like a collaboration with maybe TT Games or something like that where they put a level in Overwatch that's Lego. Where like maybe the characters look like their minifigure versions, or cool. the level itself just looks bricked and things like that. Yeah. So I'd like to see a collaboration come over back to the game as kind of like a profit sharing sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. We're like, we'll lend you our license for the toys, but you got to do something for us for the game. Right. That that would be what I'd like to see come out of this. Although too. Blizzard's got bank anyway. They don't yeah, they it. don't need it. Like if any, and if anything, they're making money hand over fist just from the licensing of this to Lego. Oh, yeah. But collaborations are always fun, especially with a game that knows how to you know not poke fun at itself but kind of play tongue-in-cheek so yeah we'll see uh, we'll see what comes with yeah, it it's a fun franchise yeah 
All right, then. That'll do it for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week. Uh, and barring anything that I may have forgot to write down, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. So did I miss anything, John, or any last-minute thoughts you want to get out before I get into the wrap-up? No. All right. Uh, so like I said, that'll do it then for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you thought of some of the uh, upcoming indie games for Switch. If you're excited for the port of Saints Row 3, are you going to get Overwatch Legos? Uh, and if you're excited for other games that got released dates like Sekiro, Shenmue, or Devil May Cry, let us know on Facebook or Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening.